Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Radio you can touch. That can only mean one thing. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. You, you seem to know all the players in this poorly acted farce. What do they call that one? Bob Lutz. I've known you your entire life. There's no one who knows less about football. Jeff Lutz. I think every... Bowl game from now on should be named after something you can put in a bowl. Like raisins, orange bowl's fine, sugar bowl's okay, but no tax slayer bowl. You can't put that in a bowl. You can envision a bowl of raisins. Call yourself a man. I weep for you. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Good afternoon. It is a Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show. KFH Radio, Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co-hosting, Max Power Producing Engineering. And as every day, we get a little intro, a little sports intro from Ted Woodward, who uh, honored Al Hrabowski. The mad Hungarian himself. today, uh, former Cardinal, currently on the Cardinals broadcast, mostly their pre- and post-game. Uh, but he forgot one nugget. What would that be? What have I said about Al Hrabowski and his local tie? Uh, that he has one. What is it? Pitch for the arrows. I don't know. No, that's not it. Then I don't know. He pitched here for the Wichita Sunflower Packers back in the 60s, uh, an NBC team, a Victory League team. We had a thing called the Victory League at that time, and it was outstanding. And uh, Al Hrabowski came in and pitched for the Sunflower Packers. Well, that's so cool. Right here in Wichita. So he spent a summer in town. I think that's cool. I think it is cool. Why are you wearing bright orange today? That's the jersey I put on. A little Tennessee color. Like it? It's all right. Well, we have a lot of different colors represented in League 42. You're going to add, add more. Our uh, all-star team that we put together in our 14 and under division went out to X Stadium last night. And beat a team out of Southwest Boys Club, fifteen to three. That's impressive. That is impressive. Did we have any uh, Panthers on that team? We did. Gael. He's an all-star. Um, he had a couple of hits. Drove in three, I think, three runs. The kid's a born hitter, and uh, I believe unequivocally the best hitter to come out of League Forty Two. And I would not be shocked if he does some things in baseball. Still a lot of work to do. But the talent is there. Where are we going to find him next year? I don't know. Okay. We're uh, talking to the parents about that as we speak. 
I'd like to I'd like to follow his progress if at all possible. We're we're trying to figure all that out. I understand. Talented kid. Uh bright future. But we'll see. I would I would think. It'll depend on him, right? Yeah, mostly. You don't have a bright future unless you're willing to stare into the brightness. Got to work for it. Thank you. Uh, anything new with you? Nope. I'm as tired today as I've ever been. So I hope I can get through two hours. Yesterday was, uh, we got up very early, drove to Kansas City. My wife uh, had a doctor's appointment. We came back. I had two meetings, actually three meetings, after I got back. As I was leaving my last meeting, I was driving home on 13th Street, and I saw a dog in peril, had just been hit by a car, uh, was not getting attention at that time, although Bless you. shortly thereafter, if I go on a sneezing fit, all bets are off. That you happened. Got another one coming? Uh, it's happened. Uh, anyway... I pulled off uh, over and tried to do what I could. Uh, another woman who had been involved in a slight car wreck that, had, that happened uh, as the dog was being hit. The per person who hit the dog took off, and, and I'll just say this. Go to hell, buddy. Uh, can I say that on the no, air? No, why not? Uh, so that woman was obviously very concerned. Another woman came over, and then a woman and her two kids came down from their apartment, said they heard the crash, uh, then saw the dog, and the dog was really struggling with its back two legs, and it eventually came over and laid down on the sidewalk where we gave it water and tried to attend to it the best we could. We called animal control. You never know when they're going to get out. Can we fix this system in Wichita, by the way? I, I understand animals aren't can't be the number one priority, but we could have waited there forever, and this dog was in real, real trouble. Uh, finally, we, uh, we, these, the, the woman and her two boys uh, got the dog wrapped up in a couple of sheets, picked it up, put it in the back of their van, and took her to the emergency vet. Now, the emergency vet is not uh, able to give any information to the general public. So we don't know what's going on. I am trying to fi I am trying to go through some uh, back channels. Yeah, to f to figure it out. I'm supposed to call back after four, uh, but hopefully the dog is okay. You know, the, uh, hopefully, uh, it, sweet dog, and had just uh, apparently had puppies, so uh, it's it's very distressing. Was it a stray dog? Do you know that? No, it we don't think so. We think it belonged to somebody in that neighborhood. Uh, what I've been able to, to uh, deduce since is that the dog has gets out quite often and runs around in that area. Well, that's sad. I, we, as we all do, hope that that dog is okay. But the woman and her kids couldn't have been better. Uh, it was obvious they didn't have great resources. And what they did was just uh, fantastic. And... Uh, as I put out on Facebook this morning, I'd like to reward her. I hope I hope some of my Facebook friends join me in that endeavor. 
Now, why not reward this woman? She didn't have to do any of this. Uh, she did it out of the goodness of her heart. She's been We've been texting all morning about the dog and how it's doing, and neither of us know, and we're frustrated. And we'd like to know how the dog is doing. Yes, I, I can imagine. That's an interesting way to bring a couple of people together. But humanity is always a good thing. So that's good uh, that she was there to help. It's good that you were there. And, again, we hope the dog is all good. There you go. Well put. It was all right. You hate talking about it. You hate small talk. Just not uh, very good at it. I think I think you're as good at it as you want to be. You well, just you just say what's on your mind, just like I kind of did there for five or ten minutes or however long that was. Um, so hopefully I'll have some kind of an update. This beautiful dog, by the way, just the eyes and just incredible eyes, and she was looking up and obviously scared, but she obviously understood that. Uh, the people that were there around her were wanting to take care of her. And we were scared. One of the things that we were worried about was that would, if we tried to lift her because of the pain she was in, uh, she would bite. But she didn't. She was, it was almost as if she was thankful. I'm sure she uh, she probably was in her own way. I, I can imagine that she on whatever level, understood that you all were trying to help her and acted accordingly. I think I think a lot of animals, dogs in particular, can understand uh, their surroundings. Well, I hope so. That's my belief. All right, 869-1240, that is the IHOP hotline. We've got a show on tap for you today at 225 Zach Bush, the head coach of the Aftershocks. Uh, they clamped down defensively last night and uh, won their game over some guy. That won was, ballers. Some guy that was wearing a hat, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, who was that guy, their coach? Costello something. Abbott and Costello. Jerry Costello, something like that. Anyway, they. I wasn't a big fan of his. Why? Because, first of all, a hat. Well, uh, the other guy, the, the guy in the previous game wore a hat. Second of all, he was going to take 210 15000 whatever it was. He was? Of the prize money. He said that? No, that was his share. And, yeah, he was and the and the players got 75000 if they had won it. Well, what if he did put that team together? So? I mean, it takes a lot of work. You know what else takes a lot of work? Stepping on the floor and playing basketball. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how. That, that tournament is for the players, not some guy in a hat over there on a sideline who coaches for two weeks. And no offense to everybody who's doing that, uh, including Zach Bush, because Zach Bush really puts his heart into it. And, and well, cares. how do you know Larry Costello didn't? I could just tell. He was in it for himself. Well, that's a terrible thing. This. You, I mean, did you watch? I watched some of it. I wasn't home. I was dealing with a dog. I understand. Um, but that I was don't know. I mean, I, well, whatever. If he wants two hundred thousand, the players must have signed off. There, I'm sticking up for the kid. Uh, at three twenty-five, DJ Johnson will be with us, and at three forty, our guest for five questions is KFH and KNSS program director Tony Deucing. What questions you have for Tony? Oh, I've got dozens. Really? It's gonna be tough to limit it to to five. 
Uh, we're going to do a Bob and Jeff draft at 240 or thereabouts today. All-time second baseman. Really? We're going back to back to baseball? Yeah, going to go back to baseball for well, a while. Well, I'll crush you in that probably. And uh, see what happens there. I've won several in a row here. Several? So. Like one? Two, I think. So I'm on a little bit of a roll, and we'll see if I can continue it today. So it's, uh, it's going to be a tough one. I can hear when you well, strike your microphone. Do you have you noticed in the forty years that you've known me, I always have to be doing something with my hand. Yeah, but I don't understand why. It doesn't matter why. Just uh, do the other hand and open and shut your billfold or whatever. Billfold. Whatever you need to do. Speaking of Abbott and Costello. Well, that, isn't that it was, a billfold? I think that was the era they. Uh, what is they that? Billfolds. This is my phone. Oh, you, well, you don't you have a billfold? I guess. Most people call it a wallet in 2023, and most people don't have wallets in 2023. Well, a billfold folds bills, right? I'm not. Nobody carries bills. I do. I thought you were done with that. I still carry some bills. There's some places that I like to put out a bill or two. Really? Quick Trip being one of them. That's you pay cash at Quick Trip. I do. Hmm. Okay. I don't use my card at Quick Trip. Uh, they've changed their system, and I'm not sure I understand it. What do you mean? I don't. I don't know. Happened. I don't. You just you just hold your card up to the thing, and you're good. I don't think I get it. It's uh, convenient. Ah, the Cardinals have fallen behind the Cubs. Oh well. Two to one. Two to one. We'll figure it out. I hate games when we're doing radio. Absolutely hate them. Can't stand them. Well, sorry. It's the way of the world. Yeah, but I don't like it. There are a lot of day games at Wrigley Field. Not as many as there used to be, but still quite a few. Why would they play a Friday day game at Wrigley? It's Wrigley. Wrigley does what Wrigley well, they wants They used to, to do that all the time. But, you know, what do you do? What do you, you played Thursday night. You play Friday night, uh, Friday in the day. Then, well, then what do you do the rest of the day at Wrigley? Wrigley, you probably don't do much at Wrigley, but you can go out on the town in Chicago, uh, do whatever you want. I bet the Cardinals will be frequenting some of the hot clubs in town. We had a good uh, night on in Wrigleyville in Wrigleyville uh, many years ago during the NCAA tournament when KU was there. Uh, my running mates, Kevin Haskin and those guys, we had a good time. Can you uh, drive around in Chicago? Well, sure you can. It's not like New York. No, you can get on the I've L. But driven, I haven't. But I've been in a car that drove in Chicago. Uh, I think we rode the L out to Wrigleyville. We didn't drive out there. I don't believe. I'm pretty sure we took the train. Uh, but you can drive in Chicago. It's just a challenge. A lot of people. Have you been to Chicago? Uh, barely. I think we went through it. Yeah, we did, actually. We went up in whatever the Sears Tower is called. Uh, my mom and sister and everybody. We'd, How would you go through Chicago? We went right on the uh, lake. I don't, where would you be going to? We went through it on the way back from Minnesota for the AAU tournament. But you didn't go through it. You went over to visit it. Whatever. Well, you wouldn't have gone through. Were you on your way to Ohio? Yeah. Well, you okay, but yeah, you would have made it a point 
to visit You have to Chicago. go south because you can't cross all the lakes to get to Ohio. You right, gotta... you would have made it a point to visit Chicago. Does Illinois border? It doesn't, right, Minnesota? Sure it does. It does? No, it doesn't. I thought Iowa was kind of between. Uh, Illinois, I'd have to look at a map. Yeah, it'd, be North got... Dakota. it'd be Nebraska and then North Dakota, or South Dakota, right? Well, you got Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota. Uh, then you've got Minnesota to the east of that. And then I think you have, I'd have to look at a U.S. map. Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to look at one right now and and come up with some answers. Well, you can come up with all all the answers you want. You've got Wisconsin and Illinois kind of, I do believe a part of Illinois would would uh, border Minnesota. No, I, Illinois borders Wisconsin, which, and Iowa borders Minnesota and Wisconsin and Nebraska and South Dakota and Missouri. Well, there you go. A lot of states for a small state to border. There you go. What do you got? Uh, what do you got going this weekend? You uh, working? No, I'm not. Not that I well, know. What are you gonna do? Just hang out, see what happens. Got the youngsters play tonight, sort of. She's not in it. What's her uh, role in this? Assistant uh, director. Assistant director. Who's yeah. in this play? The grade school kids? Yeah, the, the younger kids. And what's the play? Annie. I was not allowed to play Daddy Warbucks. Well, who'd they get to play Daddy Warbucks? kid. Warbucks? Well, you wouldn't have been good in that role well, anyway. would have been fantastic. Have you tried out for anything? Any parts? Mean? No. You've always wanted to. I haven't. Have you thought about it? Maybe once I, uh, maybe once I transform my life, I'll start doing that stuff. And how's the? What's the transformation again? I just need to. I just need to be a better human. I think. Well, how are you gonna do that? I just need to just do stuff. I just need to. I just need to do stuff. Tighten things up. Is that what we're talking about? What 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 exactly do you mean? I just need to open things up a little bit more. Uh, pursue new adventures. You know what I'm saying? No, I have no idea what any of that means. I'm just, I'm just kind of stuck, you know, in a little kind of a routine, kind of same same thing every day. Not that I have any complaints, but I just need to branch out a little bit more. Well, give me an example of what that would look like. Uh, trying out for like uh, gridiron or something like that. That's not something I've always thought about doing. Well, talk to Teddy Woodward about it. I don't need to talk to Teddy Woodward. Why? I'm, I've got people in my office. But Ted Woodward is is Mr. Gridiron. Well, I got Rob Moran who's been in it for a long, long time. Well, Rob Moran's fine, but he, you know, he's not walking down the street getting uh Hey, there's uh, Rob Moran. Rob Moran. My, Rob. Mar that's what. I, that's see what I mean. Now, no puts, offense to Rob, he's fan. He's fantastic on his name. But uh, he's no Ted Woodward. Nor would he pretend to be. Exactly. They're both their own people. Well, they're their own people, but one has a status at Gridiron that's above the other. Well, Rob Marin can't get my foot in the door there? I don't know. If I was getting my foot in the door, I'd go to the guy with the more status. What's the what's the Gridiron hi hierarchy, in your opinion? I don't know who their director is nowadays, or their producer. I'm talking about status. Well, Ted's at the top. Higher than Bonnie. Of course. No higher, offense to Bonnie. Higher but Higher than Bucky. Yes. Oh, absolutely. My. Yeah, without Ted, uh, they're in trouble. Maybe so. Okay, well, I'll talk to Ted. Well, I mean, I'm just being real. I, that's that. I thought that was 
pretty obvious to people. Well, Bonnie, though. that's Bonnie does a couple things. Tough. Ted's in about every skit. Yeah, he writes, writes a lot writes of the show. Of uh, without Ted, they're in trouble. That's what I say. All right. Well, I got, well I mean, that, I'm not going to argue. Again, I don't know why that would be controversial. I'm not. I'm just, it's not controversial. Just taking it all in. Just, Everybody in that show would understand that. Just absorbing it. So that's, that's my thought. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, Zach Bush will join us. Talk about being busy. Not only is he coaching the Aftershocks, not only is he getting with his boys for their 10-year Final Four reunion, but today is his fiance's birthday. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine what his day must be like. We'll talk to him about it after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Well, four non-blondes for you coming back. What's up? The name of the song? 
as we celebrate music from the summer of 1993. Zach Bush joins us, head coach of the Aftershocks, in action tonight against the Memphis alumni team out at Coke Arena. Eight o'clock tip. Zach, welcome. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we were talking about what a what a weekend this is for you. You've got the the aftershocks going hot, hot and heavy. The final four reunion out t- tomorrow with this celebration out at Mark Arts, and then uh, your fiance is uh, is celebrating a birthday. Well, how, how you how you prioritizing all of that? Right, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Um, she, my fiance is Jalen Agnew. She was uh, an Andover girl, and she's um, she's awesome. She's been great about all this. She's helped us out a ton during the week. So, you know, that's my my big focus today is making sure the birthday girl feels loved. But uh, you know, super excited to have the guys getting back in town tonight. It's it's such a fun time every summer. We all look forward to this so much. And obviously, the the big priority is we've got to win basketball games and keep these guys playing and um, try to go get that million dollars. But then after that, getting to spend time together with these guys that are like brothers and you know their families who have become family to each of us it's such a special time and now you know fred and some of the other guys getting in here it's gonna be great yeah what's that been like so far i think a few of the guys are starting to trickle in already and have been around is that is that right yeah um rashard and zach have been in town for a few days and um, obviously super close with those guys and um, obviously like marcus and daryl and connor we're all extremely tight so that's been great having those guys around just um, you know, the energy's great. Uh, everybody's spirits are lifted when they're around. And Richard somehow snuck his way down to the bench last night. Can't imagine how he did that. But <laughs> that was nice having him down there to give me some more um, coaching expertise since I don't have enough between Clevin, Garrett, and JR. <laughs> I've heard that uh, there may be a, a, an ask of Fred to pick up the tab tonight. Is that accurate? I think that's just, you know, kind of assumed at this point for just the rest of life, you know. I think that's the only text I sent him after the contract is um, just so you know, like this means forever, you buy every drink. <laughs> uh, Zach Bush, our guest, coach of the Aftershock. So uh, a little roughness around the edges last night, but the defense uh, was really good throughout that game. Uh, and you held on. You you won 66-54 to 54 over the B1 ballers. Uh Anytime you play a first game in a tournament, are there some nerves to get through, Zach? Do you feel that with the team? Yeah, there are. I think even more so than that, though, it was just kind of the the style of the game that was played. B1 switched defenses a bunch. They played a lot of 1-3-1. I mean, you don't ever see that in TBT. It's pretty much all man-to-man. If you're going to see a zone, it's your typical 2-3. So that kind of threw us for a loop. and. A one through one is one of those things you really need to prepare for and have guys comfortable in. So our guys, you know, did the best they could. Um, I'll, I'll wear that one. I should have had them prepared for that a little bit better. But I thought over the course of the game, they got more comfortable and adjusted. It's one of those awkward defenses where you kind of just got to go be a basketball player, be able to get off two feet, make good decisions, make the extra pass. And thought we got better as the game went on. And, you know, the defense is the thing that always is, you know, in our back pocket and is consistent. And I thought that also got better over the course of the game. We were able to get the crowd involved and, and go on some runs. I felt for the fans. I felt like it wasn't the most fun game to watch just with how B1 kind of slowed it down. And it was really choppy and a ton of whistles. So, I think tonight's going to be a lot more fun. It'll be a more man-to-man game and uh, an up-and-down game. You know, we talk about Connor a lot, and for good reason. He's had some really great moments uh, in TBT, but 
it seems like Tyrus McGee is kind of that the same guy, right? He can pretty much shoot from anywhere. You feel comfortable when the ball's in his hands. You know he's going to probably do something to make a play. Just over the last, uh, I think, three years now, how, how big of an addition has he been? And uh, what a shooter, right? Yeah, Tyrus is awesome. He's such a pro. He's played at super high levels. He's, you know, basically become, I feel like, an alumni. He loves coming back here, and especially with being a guy that played at Cowley. He feels, you know, a connection to this place. Um, but, yeah, like you said, he shoots the ball incredibly well. He makes great decisions, and it's a luxury for us to be able to put him and Connor on the floor together at the same time. So you've got two primary ball handlers who can make decisions, who can also really stretch the floor. So most teams don't typically have that. If we can ever get those two hot on the same night, they seem to always alternate nights on who's hitting. So if we ever get that, we might be real dangerous. Talking uh, with Zach Bush, the head coach of the Aftershocks. Uh, the the good thing here is that no matter – even when you win tonight, you don't have to play tomorrow. So you get to celebrate uh, the Final Four with your, with your guys. And we talked at the uh, beginning of the interview just how much you got going on. To have this tournament going on when these guys from Wichita State's 2013 Final Four team are coming back, that's a, that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot to process. What are you looking forward to most about the reunion of the Final Four team? I think just seeing those guys all together, um, you know, back in one place. If if I get to see these guys, it's typically you know segmented. It's a few here, a few there, but to have everybody back in one room. Um, you know, coaches included, some different people involved with the program at the time. That's just, uh, I think, really special. And I think I'm really grateful that we're able to do TBT because I don't know if we maybe would have been able to do a 10-year, you know, reunion if it weren't for this because all these guys are pretty much, uh, not all of them, but a good chunk of them are still playing professionally. So that essentially rules out doing anything during, you know, the regular shocker basketball season. Um, we'd have to wait, you know, probably another 10 years to do that. So, I think this is just something that's unique and, you know, it gives the fans something awesome to come see these guys back in here and out at half court. And then with the dinner coming up, um, just being back in one place, you know how it is when you get with old friends and it's not just one of them here and one of them there, uh, but all together, guys just act like old times. That's what I think we're most excited for. So the time uh, last night, the one I saw anyway, I don't know if there were others, that uh, they kind of went in into your huddle on the sideline. It was uh, Garrett Stutz uh, doing some X's and O's and, and, and drawing on the board. Uh, so what does he bring to the sideline for you as, as a coaching staff? And what are kind of the, the separation of responsibilities, especially during the game for the four of you? Yeah, I think we're really fortunate to have – between Garrett, Jr., Clev, and myself, um, guys who can bring different things to the table. And none of this would be possible without Garrett and um, his help. He does so much. We all kind of share in the responsibilities, both on the court and off the court. And, you know, I may be like, quote, unquote, the head coach, but, I mean, it's a joint thing. It's not like um, any one of those guys, if they've got an idea, they are, you know, more, they know that. It's, it's just as much their team as it is any of ours. And so, um, Garrett just had a great idea, and we wanted to draw it up and, and you know, try to get something out there that we saw. And we've done that in the past, you know. Um, JR's drawn stuff up. Garrett's drawn stuff up. It's just kind of, you know, somebody seeing something that works and having something in their back pocket. So that's really nice to be able to have three minds who can impact the game and four minds now with Clevin as opposed to just one and trying to figure it out by yourself.
Former Shocker Zach Bush, the coach of the Aftershocks, our guest, and you were a walk-on on that Final Four team. Uh, you had a unique perspective as someone who was there day in and day out. Uh, what what leaves an impression, a long-lasting impression on you about that team, Zach? What are the one or two things that uh, you still think about often as you recall that, that uh, an incredible time in your life? Yeah, I think first, just how resilient that group was. You know, obviously we remember the Final Four, but if you really go back and look at that season, we went through a ton of adversity with Ron getting hurt, and then Carl gets hurt and misses games, and um, Evan ended up missing the entire season. And before, you know, we really got playing games, Evan was going to start at the three. And so we went through a ton of adversity and had guys out for games, ended up losing three right down kind of the, the stretch of like the last, let's say, around six, six or so conference games. And so uh, we really had to find ourselves and, and dig down deep. So that always comes to mind, just how that group was able to, you know, figure something out. Nobody before that tournament was picking us to make a Final Four run. We lost. We ended up losing the regular season championship to Creighton at, you know, Creighton right there um, on their senior day. Then we lose to Creighton again in the conference tournament final. We'd gotten Ron back and felt like we had something going. And then, you know, we go in and we just get hot and go on a run. So then the second part I would say was it was just magical for, for me going from a kid who had originally signed a Division two scholarship to go play at Washburn. And then all of a sudden you're getting to, you know, be with your guys on a trip to the Final Four and in the NCAA tournament. It was one of those like pinch myself moments and obviously for my family and um, you know, friends to get to see that. But I mean, you kind of said it well. I had the best seat in the house every day for practice and um, each night for a game. It was surreal to see these guys that you're used to watching on TV and you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Reggie Miller right there. <laughs> you know, we're at shooter on at Staples Center and Reggie's sitting there preparing for the game. So stuff you dream about as a kid. It still gives me kind of goosebumps and butterflies to look back on. And I'm just so, so grateful to, to our coaching staff for offering me that opportunity to walk on. And then for the teammates that I was able to, to be with, I got to ride their coattails. And so much of my life is owed to them and how it's gone and the opportunities that I've had. So I just can't express how, how crazy that time was. Jeff has one more question. Please, please apologize to Jalen for this. Okay, <laughs> I was just, uh, I was just curious, Zach, what what tonight's looking like? Uh, you know, when it's Memphis and Wichita State, uh, Wichita State fans probably get a little nervous. But uh, how do you feel like you match up with with Beale Street? What do they do well, and and what is it? Uh, how do you think it'll go this evening? Yeah, I think kind of a complete different style from last night. This is more of a team. You know, last night B1's he's spreading us out and kind of trying to run, you know, a motion-type offense with a lot of back cuts. This is more going to be like, from their from their side, more of a playground, mano y mano. We're better than you. You know, they're going to come down and try to abuse us in the post and be strong. They've got uh, a couple guys that are inside-out guys that are extremely aggressive. This is a little bit of an older team, so kind of that grown man park-style game where they're going to try to punk you. We're going to have to be strong. We're going to have to come out and try to punch first and not back down. Um, you know, in their offense, some, some side ball screens with an empty corner, so figuring out how we defend that. But, you know, for us, it's, you know, they're a little bit older, we're a little bit younger. So we got to use our youth to our advantage. We've got to defend with, with energy and be uh, alert and ready to go. And then we've got to push that ball offensively and get good shots. I thought last night when we worked for a good shot, we got one. When we settled and 
you know, tried to go one-on-one early in a possession. That's just, we're, we're too good to do that and to settle for contested jump shots. I think tonight, you know, we're going to get into what we've been working on in practice since they're going to be playing man-to-man and we can try to work the ball and create good looks for guys. Well, you, you know what you're doing. Uh, don't let all those guys come down and try to coach, okay? You, you got this. <laughs> I appreciate the support. I'll, uh, maybe Fred will be the only one. I'll let. I'll let. I think he has that right. Yeah, you, you probably got to listen to Fred a little bit, but nobody right. else. Right. Zach, thank you. It's always a pleasure. We appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. I always love talking to you. Have a good day. Thanks, All right, Zach Bush, the uh, head coach of the AfterShocks. Uh, ought to be a fun game tonight. Yeah, Memphis and and Wichita State's. It's a big one. We'll see how it goes. Uh, in a little while, we'll talk to DJ Johnson. They've uh, they've got their own issues tonight, right? Yeah, they play the six o'clock game. Who is against there? Team Arkansas. So two good ones uh, on tap tonight out at Coke Arena. Flip the coin. We're ready to play the Bob and Jeff draft. All right. Remind people what the category is today. Second baseman. All historical. All time. Second baseman in the game of baseball. Call it. I will call heads. What do we got? Tails. Um, I'm going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a mistake, isn't it? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, I think the all-time greatest second baseman, uh, statistically speaking, is Rogers Hornsby. So that's who I'll take. Not a bad choice at all. I happen to believe that the greatest second baseman in the history of the game is Joe Morgan. You'd be wrong. Since he played in an era where they actually played baseball and weren't underhanding it to the plate, uh, and you had to have some skill and talent. Um, And the next pick I will select to win it, Jackie Robinson. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but you won't win it because you've left me two tremendous openings, Roberto Alomar and Ryan Sandberg. <laughs> really? That's your ball game, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's over. It nice, really isn't. Nice effort, Jeff. Who are your next two? I will take Rod Carew, which sews it up if it wasn't already. And now I've got a lot of choices. Um, I will select Eddie Collins. (laughs) I thought you didn't like guys who played in the underhanded era. Well, he played a little later. No, he he didn't. He didn't play any later. And he he also had like 3,700 career He played from 1906 to 1930. Uh, Oh, 25 seasons. Uh I will take, uh, for my next two, Nap Lajoy, another old-timer. And uh, my second pick will be Craig Biggio. <laughs> I will take... Now, why do you, why do you laugh at Craig Biggio? I just... Craig Biggio, that's the best we could do in round five? Really? He's a Hall of Famer. I understand, but good grief. Just a guy who accumulated stats. He's a nice player, but... Oh, he's one of the best. 
He's he's no Charlie Garinger. You you really believe that? I do believe that. And he's certainly no Lou Whitaker. So you put Lou Whitaker ahead of Craig Biggio. Is Lou Whitaker a better player than Craig Biggio? The answer is a resounding, no question, not even really up for debate. Uh, I, I, it's, it continues to be one of the injustices of sports that Lou. Look up Lou Whitaker's numbers for me, Lou please. Lou Whitaker is not in the hall. Please thing. look him up. Well, you're going to go hits because BG- Craig Biggio had 3,060 hits, one of a handful of players in the history of the game with over 3,000 hits. He had 1,160 RBIs. I'm sorry, 1,175 RBIs. He scored 1,844 runs. Good. How many hits did Whitaker have? 2,390. How many runs did he score? Uh, 1,386. So, 500 more runs. How many runs did he drive in? 1,084. Roughly the same there. Uh, Biggio with more. How many stolen bases? 143. 414 for Biggio. Career war. Career war? Yeah. Why do you care about that? I want value. Who cares about that? Just give me the guy's value. 65.4. 75.1 for Whitaker. One of the all-time great defensive players to ever live who cares a lot of people and should well, whose be in pick the, is it yours two for you i get two yes i'm killing you here you absolutely are not all-time second baseman the category um next up for me jeff kent <laughs> who should be in the hall of fame not before whitaker and uh my next one is Robinson Cano, who, what happened with the unbelievable depth? What happened to his career? Unbelievable depth on this team, on this group of second basemen. I still got one more to pick. I'm going to take Chase Utley, (laughs) who actually will get into the Hall of Fame, unlike Kent and Cano. Uh, And my last selection Will be. This is tough. I got three guys. Let's go. I'm kind of choosing from here. Um, I'll take another. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll take another guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, and that's Bobby Gritch. Bobby Gritch. Yes. Look (laughs) him up. That's, That's hilarious. You might think it's hilarious, but. Nobody else does. Well, everybody does. I mean, if you're a, a true base, another guy with over 70 war, uh, underrated in his time. Bobby Gritch is a nice player. Six time, what are you, nice player? Nice player. Drove in 864 runs in his career. I had that Thursday. Was worth. The uh, guy had 1,800 hits. 71 wins. That uh, war is the most flawed. What's flawed about it? It just doesn't. It, it that guy wasn't worth seventy-one wins. Uh, uh, believe it or not, the numbers are going to say a little bit different, and that he was. Well, I don't know what you want to do about it, but that's a guy who belongs in the Hall of Fame. 
<laughs> They'll burn that place down if he gets in the Gold hall. Glover, multi-time All-Star. Again, 70 war, which is kind of rarefied air, especially uh, when you're talking about second baseman. War is a flawed number. Uh, hit with some power. My last second baseman. Are you done with yours? Yeah. My last second baseman. Uh, and it's tough because there's a lot of good candidates. No, there's a lot of bad candidates. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, a guy who's still playing, Jose Altuve, as my eighth and final so second you have, base. So you have two cheaters, one uh, guy who's spitting an umpire's face, the worst human to ever play baseball in Rogers Hornsby. This is the kind of team I want to I coach these guys. The guy who fell off his truck and injured himself in Jeff Kent. Here we go. Here are my eight second basemen all time. Rogers Hornsby, Roberto Alomar, Ryan Sandberg, Nap Lajaway, Craig Biggio, Jeff Kent, Robinson Cano, and Jose Altuve. That's unbelievable. Two cheaters, really. That's really unbelievable. Jeff's are Joe Captain Morgan, Jackie Robinson, Rod Carew, who led the world in singles. And had about 7,000 of them. Eddie Collins. You've got got, uh, just uh, nobody here. Nobody. Charlie Geringer, Lou Whitaker, Chase Utley, and Bobby Gritch. That's that's the uh, that's the roster, folks. Let's get to Max Power, our producer, who's probably Eddie Collins, 124 WAR. Eddie Eddie Collins, well, look up Hornsby's WAR. He had a lot. Hornsby had so much WAR, he won World War One by himself. He had 127. That's negligible. Look up Alomar's war. Okay. Look well, up Sandberg's war. While you're while you're all about look war. Up Joe Morgan, look, another look up guy. Nap, Nap Lajaway's war. Uh Joe Morgan over a hundred. Nap Lajaway was nice. How many? Well, what's his war? You know what his war is. 106.9. That's what his war is. Max, uh, what are your thoughts? Who invented this war? Category. Exactly. Oh. Baseball people. Yeah. Dartmouth grads who didn't have enough to do. Oh, smart people. Okay. Well, they're smart people, but they, this is a not a war's starting to f- fall by the wayside. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No one thinks that. Absolutely. You're the only person. I'll call nine people, and seven of them will tell you that. I, I Max, know, who I, won the draft? I, I know I'm old, but I don't ever remember when I was really followed baseball that anyone ever talked about war. I know it's ancient times, Jeff, but I just don't. Either guy could hit. War wasn't field. mentioned yeah. in the, in that era. Well, it's a relatively new statistic, yeah. and it does measure. It's all it is is a math equation. It's not like it's uh, the Pentagon Papers. Who won the Who won the draft, Max? Um, sorry, Jeff. I'm leaning a little toward Bob. He's got Alomar and Samberg and. Against Robinson and Carew? I mean, you're not, you're not, you're joking, right? You're not being serious. Why do you insult? Right, because that's, that's, not, never a, that's insult not a serious. Matt. That's not a serious take. I, when Max sides with you, you'll never hear me uh, get after that's him. That's just not a serious. What I'll opinion. be is respectful. Max, that's I appreciate yeah, you thinking yeah, Rod, this out. Like you said, Roy Carew. Uh, yeah, he only a, had seven batting titles. That wasn't much. 
Yeah, I mean, I, what I'll do when Max disagrees with me is, uh, you know, that's a handshake, a nice handshake. Thanks for doing that, Max. Sure, I just have. Max, uh, go open a, a read a book. See, uh, okay. And Jeff's just insulting. There's a lot of baseball information out there. I don't need any. I used to. I grew up in Fenway Park. You okay. know what would resolve this, Max? What? One punch to Jeff's nose. I'm old. I'm not hitting anybody. <laughs> All I'm right. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll get this out on Twitter. Uh, we'll see what the masses think, all 40 of you who vote. Actually, sometimes we get a lot of votes. On the non-sports, we get a little bit more. Yeah, we'll see how this one goes. But, uh, I mean, are a lot of people going to know that uh, Bobby Gritch is criminally underrated? I don't um, know. No, because he's not. Rod Carew, 332, 366, 307, 318, 354, 354, 354, Great hitter. 331, all right, uh, we'll take a break. Look on Twitter, at Bob Lutz, at KFH Radio. Cast your vote. All-time second baseman, the Bob and Jeff Draft. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 